Hey y'all, it's Kiara, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of For Realness Sake. This is the last episode of my empowerment series, and girl, what a ride it has been. I'm almost brought to tears thinking about all the growth that has taken place for you and for me over the past nine weeks. Our last guest in this series is doctoral candidate Delicia Sylvester. Delicia is not only in a doctoral program for education, she is also the creator of the Black Superwoman Chronicles, which is a safe space for Black women to relate, release, and regain a sense of self. The Black Superwoman Chronicles showcases Black women and their talents, including spoken word and short story pieces. This Instagram and blog is so empowering and my go-to for inspiration when I'm feeling down. This week's conversation is all about us, y'all. We went from kikiing about code switching to taking our mask off and even discussing our favorite superheroes. Gather around, ladies, and don't forget to leave a review about your favorite Empower Her episode. I had such a great time recording all of these episodes with such amazing women, and I'm so excited to see what's next for For Realness Sake. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to For Realness Sake. Let's get into this episode with Delisha. So I found your um, Instagram through like mutual followers. I don't even know exactly how you ended up popping up on my uh, profile, but when I saw you, I was like, oh, okay, this is everything that I love in an Instagram profile. It's positive, it's informative, it's colorful, and of course it's speaking about Black women. Um, and your Instagram is called Black, The Black Superwoman Chronicles, and I fell in love with that. So I just really want to give you the opportunity to share with us what The Black Superwoman Chronicles are, um, and just introduce yourself to us. Yeah, so a little bit about me. I am from the DMV, uh, born and raised uh, mostly in DC and in Maryland. I live in Maryland now. Um, I am a mother of two. I am also a doctoral student at the University yes. of Dayton. Um, <laughs> don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am in their um, doctoral program for education um, and specifically looking into leadership for organizations. And so um, I am in the DEI working space a lot within my job. And so HR, DEI, that whole umbrella is me outside of the Black Superwoman Chronicles. Mm. Um, But a little bit about the brand, it was something that I came up with back in 2016, I want to say. And I attempted to actually start it um, and, and push it off. But a lot happened. I decided to go back to school and get my master's. I had another baby, all of those things. And so something had to go and I had to put it on pause. because <laughs> I could not give my full self at the time. Um, and it was really going to be a platform for me to yell and scream and say all the things that I felt like I could mm. say um, yeah. in certain areas. And so revamping it, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine um, and we were just talking about the things that we wanted to do, the things that we wanted to work on, especially during COVID. And I said, I would love to recreate this space, but to actually push it out further and allow for other Black women to come into this space, because I can't really say 
that is Black Superwoman Chronicles without including Black women um, as a whole. And so it became less about me and more about the Black women and their voices within the space. And so that's kind of how the 2020 version of Black Superwoman Chronicles (laughs) came about. And it's really just a a space for Black women to say the things that they need to say in their authentic um, way as themselves and be seen as human. Because I think a lot of times we're put in a box of what we should be talking about or what we should be saying. And I wanted to show that or showcase that Black people talk about love. They talk about, you know, racism. They can talk about The Sims and gaming. They can talk about (laughs) any, like a plethora of things. They can write short stories, poems, do spoken word, um, a, a bunch of different things. And so it's really just a curated space for them to be able to one, be published and give them that platform that they might not otherwise have. Um, Mm -hmm. And two, just just to be able to share out and let other Black women know that they're not alone in whatever they're they're talking about in their topic. So that's another reason why um, I wanted to kind of push forward with the brand. Yes, and I, oh my gosh, I love that. I, I feel like that is literally what we need. I think that people outside of our communities and sometimes even within our communities we forget how powerful we are we forget that our voices do matter because they're always they, they always seem to be stifled or the last to matter especially with black women and so to come across a profile like yours a platform really um, with the blog and everything and you showcasing the different personalities of black women the different woes that we have the different experiences that we have uh, it's such an inspiration and very motivating, and I, I, I'm in love with it. I, I love that platform. Um, and as you know, for this month, it is Empower Her for me. Or this, actually, it's been it's been over a month that I've been doing this empowerment series. I didn't really plan for it to go over a month, but I just kept getting bomb women to come on. So I'm like, well, shoot, we'll keep it going. You know, yes. we still got more to say. And so when I came across your profile, obviously that was a no brainer for me, but what I've been asking um, all of the women that have come on is what does empowerment look like to you? So I want to ask you, uh, what does empowerment look like to you and where do you find your source of strength to be empowered? Yeah, empowerment for me really stems from um, your community. And so what mm-hmm. I try to do with even with Black Civil Woman Chronicles is to create a community. So not only do they have a space to place their art, but also um, we do Black Girl Collectives on a monthly mm-hmm. basis. So we get together and we talk about mental health, self-care. And so that's empowering them and giving them a space. Um, to actually just take a step back from self, meet new people, and see that they're not alone in their struggle. And so through that, they become empowered and refreshed to continue on in their day-to-day lives. So I think for me personally, I get empowered by having those conversations um, and continuing that work. Um, Empowerment to me, when I say community, I also mean the people that um, help me in my day-to-day life. Like, you know, the friends that have helped me along the way even get to this space. Um, Mm -hmm. to get this idea off the ground. Um, There have been like countless conversations (laughs) behind the scenes to keep me going and motivated Um, because I do, I'm very authentic in the way that I say that I struggle with anxiety. And so because of that, um, I kind of 
shoot myself in the foot first and, and decide not to do a lot or to yes. back away from things that make me uncomfortable. And so having those pep talks, talking with other Black women, seeing them um, be empowered within themselves to continue and press on in the work that they're doing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just try to surround myself with a good group um, that allows me to feel inspired, inspired and empowered. Yes. See y'all. Look, I'm talking to the folks now. Y'all, I told you how important sisterhood was. And that's what you're explaining to me. And I always say, where would I be without my girls? If it wasn't for the women who backed me, I wouldn't even be up and dressed right now. You know what I mean? Like for sometimes our mental health, I struggle with anxiety too, or I don't struggle with it. I don't like to say that, but I have anxiety. Anxiety doesn't have me. Um, but in those moments where I do feel like overwhelmed, I, I have my girlfriends. I'm like, look, y'all, today ain't the day. So what 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 are we gonna do about it collectively? How can you empower me to keep going? And so that's that I I just I know y'all, y'all gonna be like, okay, Kira now. But I'm I'm serious, like it's like when you it's like a mirror because I feel like you are articulating everything that I try to say, but sometimes it doesn't come off as clear um and concise. And so I'm just so excited about it. One thing that I saw on your Instagram um more recently that you posted was a post that said authenticity is a form of resistance. Now when I saw that, I was like, okay, you talk my language. Um, but what does that mean to you? Yeah, so I think that by being authentic, by being yourself, you're resisting um, a lot of things. So for me, specifically, that post resonated because I feel like as I use my voice in different spaces, both inside of my nine to five space and outside of it, um, mm-hmm. I, am, I try my best to be authentic and transparent. Uh, uh, in terms of who I am and what I feel. So I will talk about like my mental health journey. I will say, hey, I struggled today. I hadn't, you know, I had this, but you're not Mm -hmm. alone. And so standing and being authentic and understanding that um, growth will happen is very Mm -hmm. much important. And so you are resisting that normative behavior that makes you feel like, oh, I have to be doing something or I have to act like someone Mm -hmm. else in order to, Um, get to where I want to go. And I think that if you are authentic in yourself and your message and your brand and in your writings and whatever it is that you're doing, you will always be able to grow and people will grow with you. And so I try to remember that as I push along in the break, because it's hard. You're watching other brands be successful and get to places that you want to get to. And so you think, Mm -hmm. well, maybe if I, you know, do a shortcut or, you know, start to pretend I'm this instead of who I Mm. am then I'll get there quicker. But it's like, I've seen the most authentic growth in myself and in the brand when I've just spoken, just saying what I felt felt that day. Mm-hmm. Those are the posts that resonate with other people. Those are the things where I get the most traffic is when I'm just being me, as opposed yeah. to if I were to put on a voice for you guys so that you can feel like I've got it all together. Because I don't, i tell you right now, I don't have it. Definitely not. Listening. I don't have it <laughs> okay, all together at all. Yeah. And that's important to say. I, I used to say that um, early on in my life, like uh, early 20s, um, I used to wear a mask. I call it a mask. It was like 17,000 different personalities um, where I thought that I myself was not good enough so I had to try on these different 
layers of people, personalities that I picked up along the way and tried them on to see if they fit me. And they never did. And it was super exhausting to carry all of these different personalities and and uh, tr- characteristics that I, I don't have naturally, but I just tried to keep up um, with whoever I was around. And that became uh, super toxic for myself and super exhausting to uh, continue to live that way. And it wasn't until I decided to take my own mask off um, and just say, you know what, I actually don't know exactly who I am, but I know that I'm not this. And I don't want to spend the rest of my life trying to trying to fit this mold that, you know, society, my family, whatever feels that I should be fitting. And honestly, try myself on for size and see what that's like. Um, and I, I haven't looked back since. Now, like you said, it's not always easy to step into that role of being authentic because as you grow, the people who are around you, they notice your growth, right? But they might not always want to acknowledge your growth or they might still try to hold you to those those old things that you used to do. So it's like, y'all see me growing here, but you still want to hold me to the past here or what I used to do. And so with growing, what I realized in taking that mask off is also shedding um, that old personality as well as those old people that didn't can't really fit into that new um, space that you're in. So did you ever find yourself having to shed old old people, old friends um, to fit this new you or the, the real you, honestly? Oh, absolutely. I would say I have a very small, small group of friends <laughs> that it is like small. And the application to apply is like <laughs> friendship is like, it's really hard because I don't, I have any issues with like, you know, trusting myself with yeah. people because I am a giver and I will overgive. Ooh, yeah. And so if I come in contact with the taker, then, you know, I'm depleted without getting yes. restored again or replenished. And so for me personally, um, I, you know, have definitely struggled with that whole concept of a mask and, and taking them off and showcasing that um, while I can be, you know, super and a super woman, I cannot be that all the time. And it doesn't right. mean that I'm not human. And so that's really the play on um, Black Superwoman Chronicles as a whole, or the name for it was the idea that we are superwomen um, mm-hmm. and therefore not human. And it's like, no, we're going mm. to debunk that. Um, these masks are going to be shattered because I can't walk around like this anymore. I can't walk around as the superwoman all day fixing everything. I cannot give of that um, all day, every day. I'm not saying not ever again, but all day, every day. I've seen Black women in my life give of themselves and never be replenished. And so Mm -hmm. where are they now? Where are they today? They have nothing left to give. And the way they look at the world is very different because of it. And so it's really um, challenging that that thought that we have to be um, with these masks all day. Mm -hmm. Like we have to come into spaces. And it actually goes back to to what I was talking about yesterday in one of the um, sessions I facilitated on microaggression specifically. We talked about code switching. Mm And Mm -hmm. we talked about the mask that goes into walking into a space that's a nine to five environment that's very white dominant. And then that mask that you take off when you're hanging with your girls or talking with your friends, it's a completely different you. And so we're constantly carrying around multiple personalities Mm. 
as we walk into these different spaces based on what we're faced with and how challenging and tiring is that for the black women so i actually wrote a piece a few months back that was called all the women inside of me are tired like they're all tired because we i can't do it every day I can't, you know, I, I've definitely found in COVID that I've like stopped code switching, like pretty much all together because it's like, I, I'm at home, I'm in shorts. <laughs> like we don't, there's no, I got a tank top on. We do okay. calls. Like you lucky you don't see my bonnet. Like it's just very, right. like you getting what you're getting right now. I don't have time <laughs> to put on this voice or this facade, especially not with all of the things going around. Um, you know, with COVID, with Black people dying, the fact that we still haven't arrested the uh, men responsible for killing Breonna Taylor. Exactly. I don't have it for you. And so if you need me to have it for you, I don't, and I'm not going mm. to give that anymore. So yes, to answer your question, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Okay. We're going to go ahead and cancel code switching. All right. I, I can relate to that 100%. I was one of those kids that were um, picked on for, quote, sounding white. And so can you imagine trying to be down with the folks, you know, and then having to be told that uh, I don't fit in with them? And so it's like a whole thing from what you identify yourself as, what other people see you as, what people who don't know you think of you as, and then all of these different people you're having to sort of manage, um, each one of those, depending on who you're in front of. And it's like, you're right, it's exhausting. And y'all finna get uh, this bonnet, this no bra, and um, these sweatshorts. What you want? <laughs> What's exactly. going on? <laughs> no bra 2020. Hello? You know what it is. <laughs> I don't know where my bra is at this point. Okay, it's it's on a journey of its own. Exactly. <laughs> so I know that um, you were saying that the black woman, the black superwoman chronicles, is sort of like um, debunking the fact that we are not super women. Um, but I love Marvel. Okay, I don't know if you're a Marvel fan. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, real quick, wait, before I ask my question, uh, bonus question, who is your favorite Marvel superhero? Sis, this is going to determine a lot about me and you, all right? I'm going to judge you based off what you say, sis. So what is your, I'm going to give you two now. What are your top two of all time favorite Marvel characters? I'm crossing my fingers because I just, my nerves. <laughs> So look, you can't talk about judging me because that's gonna make me nervous. I don't know if I feel safe here anymore, but I want to put these in the universe. I want to choose Wolverine, and I'm gonna keep it to X Men because that's my favorite. Oh my um, god! And I'm going to also choose Storm because I need a Storm movie. I need T'Challa. I need Black Panther and his wife together. I need all of those things to happen. Don't judge me. I can hear the judgment. Uh, I can hear definitely it. Definitely judge. I can hear it. I can hear it. But see, see, I thought we had safe space here. Okay, it's a safe space, mm -mm, but it's definitely no it's definitely a judgment zone. I'm just gonna say <laughs> you can't have it both ways. No, uh-uh. What did uh, I don't know? But um, there was a scene in the wire where the guy yells, "You can't have it both ways." You can't have it both ways. <laughs> What do you want me to I say, was, Thor? 
Uh, no, I was with you with I was with you with Wolverine because honestly, that's that's number one. Okay, Black Panther's a given. I don't even mention him when I'm having a conversation because you already know that that's what it is. But my other one is Iron Man. It's Tony Stark, man. I cried like oh. a baby when he died. I cried like a baby. I am so sorry. I don't care what you guys say about it, sis. Hey, I'm judging you now. <laughs> I, mean, I saw them. I saw the movies, but they weren't, you know, they weren't, uh, they weren't Iron Man is like Spider-Man and I ain't with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I no, I that bring is my eight year old in here and she could talk to you about Iron Man and Spider Man. Those are her favorites. No, Tony Stark, <laughs> that's my guy. Like, oh my gosh. Like, that is, that's my guy. So, you know what? We, we got one. We got Wolverine. Okay. Yeah, so, we... X Men as a whole is my favorite. If we really. Nah, I, I ain't going to say that. Their, their, their franchise is amazing. They're all of their movies. Well, most of their movies. Most of them were most good. But I'm not, I'm not gonna say that. I'm definitely more for the Avengers, but you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, I can see that. I can see that. Okay, I, I'll allow I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. Now can we just go ahead and agree that DC comics are not it? Can we say that? Or are you no, on DC? No, I am not on a DC comic. Okay, cool. Don't even ask me nothing about that because I can't give you nothing. I'm sorry. Cool. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> Bat. Sorry, Batman. Sorry, Superman. You guys are out. <laughs> uh-uh. No, never it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So for my real question, um, if you could have a superpower, or if you could, yeah, I think that's good. If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Okay, can I take it back to X-Men? Do you remember the one? <laughs> there, there was like a person on there or a mutant on there that could walk through walls but like not be seen at the same time. Like they they either could hide real good or walk through walls. I like that one. Oh, um, he's the blue? Thing? Yes, the little blue, but I don't want to be blue. But yes, the little blue <laughs> creature. <laughs> I know his name is Nightcrawler. Yes, I like Nightcrawler. I thought we thought that was cool. I also like that Rogue could just take yeah. all the energy and then she could have whatever she wanted. She could have all the superpowers. Yeah, um, I thought that was cool too. So it's I like that. We could also change the weather with Storm. It's so Storm. many. Storm. Yeah, since you only supposed to pick one now, well, you done look, told me. I done picked three. <laughs> You know we ain't you know. no instructions out here. You always gotta get extra. I'm gonna go ahead and take that. Okay, so you got three. I think mine. Now I can't think of her name. Oh, I would be Mystique from X Men. Yes. She can do everything. She can become a different person. Like she's everything to me. So she's like the epitome, though, of coast switching. If you think about right? it, <laughs> she can literally <laughs> walk into any environment and be whatever it is you need. Literally, so Mystique is a black woman at the end of the day. Like based off of a black woman's character, because we be out here in these streets. What you need? You need a counselor. You need a cook. You need a nurturer. You need somebody to throw hands. Like, what, what, what you need? What you need? I got you. As a black woman, like, we have so many roles, and I, I just, I just feel like I will be doing a doggone thing with Mystique in my uh back pocket. Okay, so we need to make Mystique black 
replace what, the actress's name I can't remember and just go find a black woman to be in the seat. That's what we're saying. It's settled. It is settled. That's what it is. <laughs> if you could give us a message um, to all of the listeners right now who might be struggling with the thought of letting go of their own uh, mask, what would you tell them? How would you encourage them to come on out of there? I mean, I think you should be you. Being you is is something that is important. And the reason, and I'm going to go a little bit deeper for a second, because I know Mm -hmm. it's like, what you talking about, girl? Let's go. But (laughs) when I think back to who I was as a child, and how I navigated spaces, not as myself, because I didn't feel comfortable in my skin. I didn't Mm. feel comfortable with my hair. Um, I didn't just feel comfortable with me because everyone else's perception was imprinted on me and made me feel I was not enough. And then fast forward through high school, I went through this thing where I'm going to be me and I'm going to be this and I'm going to be rough and I'm going to be hard. I'm going to be, you ain't going to hurt me. And it was like, that ain't me either. Mm. I was putting up another mask and another wall so I could protect myself from the perceptions of other people. It wasn't until I finally got into college where I started to find myself. And Mm. I started to realize that while I like people, I like me more. I like being sane and being in self and understanding myself more. And what they think of me doesn't really matter because as long as I get the things that I need to get in order to do the things that I want to do, then what, what is it? I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday. We were talking about, um, you know, just jobs and work and how, you know, what do you want to do next and how do you want to grow? And it was like, you know, regardless of how it works out in my work environment, as long as I leave this space with the tools that I need, then I can go forward and do the things that I need wow. to do. There's nothing, there's no job, there's no person that can stop you from being you. There's nothing, there's nothing holding you back but you. So as wow. you go into the space with the mind frame of, it might not be ideal, it might not have been the job you wanted right there in that moment, or the program might not be what you thought it was gonna be that you're studying in school right now, mm. but get the tools you need to get to the place that you want to go to. I know where I want to go. I know I want to be in DEI. Am I in that space where I want, like, doing all the things I want to do within that space now? No, absolutely not. But I know I'm getting the tools and the the learning experience that I need to be where I want to be in five years, period. I'm setting myself up to be where I want to be. I'm setting my brand up to be where it wants to be in five years. I know the road I need to take and while I might stumble and why I might fall and, and I might even in, be in situations where it's like this don't feel right or this is not where I want to be right now, I know that I'm growing myself. It's Everything has a lesson within it. And so I'm learning mm-hmm. myself. Even in what I'm doing now, I'm learning what I can do. I'm learning where I need to step back. Yes. I'm learning what I need to, to push to the left or push on to someone else and say, look, let me find someone that do, can do this social media thing. Because, hey, I don't got time no more. We're growing at a rapid speed that I did not necessarily prepare. Yes. So let me go on and pull someone that can do that. It's about learning you, learning the things that you need in order to get you to where you want to go. And you can't get where you want to go pretending to be somebody else. 
at all. You can get some of the steps. <laughs> you can go forward a little bit, but you're never going to see your full potential if you're carrying that mask. Let it go. Whoa. And that, ladies, that's a word. <laughs> that is a whole word. And you literally just spoke to my spirit. And I promise you, I am going to cry once I get off the Zoom call. But I thank you. I needed to hear that. If y'all didn't need it, I needed that. Wow. That, that, uh, let me, let me gather myself here because that was awesome. Collection plate if you need me to pass <laughs> what is the cash app, sis? Because we need to donate. Thank you so much. This was such a fun conversation. Um, where can they find you? Give us your Instagram handles and your blog. Absolutely. So you can follow the blog um, by going to www.bswchronicles.com. And I made it real easy. You can find us <laughs> on Instagram at BSW Chronicles, um, as well as Twitter. And we're even on LinkedIn, to be honest. What? <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're all over the place we're trying to make sure that we capture the audience and where they are and so yeah we are I love on, that. On, that, on all of those sites as well awesome well thank you so so much for being here i am inspired by you you just empowered me for today i'm gonna be eating on that word for a few days i appreciate you so much and your platform and i know that this is only the beginning for for sake and Black Superwoman Chronicles. And I guess I'll just catch y'all on the next one. Bye, y'all. Bye.